gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to the show. I hope you're not here to learn how to make characters the right way in your favorite RPGs. You can go learn about that elsewhere. Here we're going to tell you how to make a cat in your favorite RPG on the hit podcast, How to Make a Literal Cat on your favorite RPG, in your favorite RPG. My bad. You get the idea, though. I'm Joel Holland, host one. Uh, I'm Austin Irwin, host two. This is a completely normal way to introduce ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Joel, when have we ever not introduced ourselves completely normally? I don't know, man. I do everything in the most normal way possible. That's true. Everybody comments all the time on how normal I am. Mm-hmm. They go out of their way to tell me just how incredibly normal I seem in all situations. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so normal, it's noteworthy. <laughs> Like, wow, Austin, you're actually extra normal today. And I'm like, thanks. But, you know, that that's neither here nor there. We we got to be a little weird on this podcast. Yeah, we got to be weird because most podcasts are not made with cats in mind. A sad reality we've had to confront over the past 18 episodes, I guess, at this point. Man, that's a lot of episodes. Also, yeah, I guess it is. It is sad that... Most podcasts aren't made with cats in mind. Shout out, if you're listening to this with your cat right now, shout out to you. Yeah, most RPGs, most podcasts, they, they just don't make games and podcasts for cats to listen to. Right? I mean, come on. Like, I think DDR is probably the closest we ever got. Like, a cat can hop around on those, <laughs> on, the, on that dance pad, but, I mean, beyond that, what other games can a cat play? Right. But anyway, we're here to help you make a character for your cat to feel right at home when you're playing your tabletop role-playing game with your friends. And today, we are doing that in the tabletop role-playing game, where is it? Glitter Hearts. So, you've informed me a little bit about this. I've, I've, you know, skimmed through this. This is a magical girl RPG, or a, what is it, like a transformation... Like, like you, you've you've seen a magical girl show, you know, Sailor Moon, Ben Ten, um, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> uh, Power Rangers, yeah, they have some examples here: Sailor Moon, Power Rangers, Cute High Earth Defense Club. Just, you're not wrong. I, <laughs> but I feel like you shouldn't say that about Ben Ten. <laughs> ben Ten is a magical girl show. Listen, you. <laughs> He gets a special artifact from space that allows him to activate the transformation cutscene and turn into a different identity. That is a magical girl show, like, point for point. I'll give it to you, I guess. Benton, I also, I could say this about Benton because I was an avid Benton watcher when I was younger. I, st- I still really enjoy Benton. <laughs> I was not, but that's because I didn't have Cartoon Network growing up. I think it was a Cartoon Network show. I also didn't have Nickelodeon. I think it wasn't a Nickelodeon or Cartoon... Actually, it was a Cartoon, was it Network. Cartoon Network. Yes, it was Cartoon Network. Okay, I didn't get that one. I also didn't get Nickelodeon or Disney Channel. We've been over this. Yeah. Eh, you know, you're not missing out on much. Maybe some cult- cultural references here and there, but, I mean, beyond that... Eh. about all i got was kids wb hey listen wb kids uh wb4 kids 
and PBS Kids. Those were my jam for the most for most of the time. Then we got cable for like <laughs> probably like two or three years, and then my parents were like, "Man, fuck cable." <laughs> <sighs> Good times back when uh, when Kids WB was a thing, though. Oh yeah, I I think it still is. Wait, is it? They I got... didn't think it was still going. I guess, get where else are you gonna watch Teen Titans? Teen right. Titans is still going, right? The good, like Teen not Titans. the same one that was going when we were a kid, but like a different Teen Titans. They do have Teen Titans Go. Um, That's the one. That's what it's called. Okay, anyway. yeah, 2018 or 2018, 2008 to present. Um, I guess it got relaunched as online networks with the kids WB consisting of five sub channels. Huh. So there you go. Well, I guess. I guess some things are just too good to die. That's true. <clears throat> and again, I bet you can't watch Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! back-to-back on it anymore, so... I mean, how good could it possibly be these days? That's true. Kids just don't have it the same nowadays. <laughs> nah, they got it too hard now. You gotta Dang. go to different websites to watch back-to-back Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least Pokemon's still going, but they're not gonna know Ash, I guess. Nah, we gotta get get to know Liko and Roy now, I guess, in April or whatever. You say Lu- Luko and Roy? Liko and Roy. Liko. And that's the that's the new protagonists of uh, of the upcoming uh anime uh featuring the ninth generation of Pokemon. Fantastic. Also, there is a guy who is clearly supposed to be like the Brock character who has a Charizard that he is shown riding around on in a poster. And has been announced to have a partner Pikachu named Captain Pikachu that wears a sailor's hat. Fuck yeah, I love that. Captain Pikachu? Hell yeah, dude. Gonna be way more popular than his trainer. Absolutely. I mean, Pikachu's always kind of been more popular than his trainer, let's be real. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you ask a, if you ask 10,000 people who Pikachu was, and then ask the same 10,000 people like a month later who Ash was, I guarantee you more people know Pikachu. <laughs> Yeah. Any- anyway, <laughs> this episode is about Glitter Hearts by Greg Leatherman. Yeah. <laughs> so forget about your electric rats. We're making a normal cat. I'm sorry. What was that about electric rats? I said forget about your electric rats. Forget about them. Okay. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about them to begin with because I've literally never heard that phrase before. But boom, forgotten. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Gl- Glitter Hearts is made. Well, you said it, yeah, by Greg Letterman. Le- Leatherman. Um, sorry, he's not a jacket. Well, well, leather. I, I mean, I don't, th- <laughs> I don't know that. I'm not gonna comment on on someone's last name situation. You can't really judge modern people by the last names given to them by their ancestors. That's true. We don't get to choose that stuff unless you do. Because you can just pay to have your name legally changed. Yep. If you don't like your last name, change it. Get rid of it. Toss it out in the garbage. Yeah. We should all be doing this. We need to create new last names with modern values the way that we used to have, like, Jack Butcher or Timmy, uh, freaking, I don't know, what's a, Timmy Taylor. I, I don't know. Yeah. We, we I... need to just come up with new last names like that, but it's like... Uh, Jake Accountant, and, uh... So you're just naming jobs at this point. Yes, that's the idea. Like, your last name back in the day was your job. 
Like when they started inventing last names, they were like, huh, who's this guy? Uh, Jim the Butcher. Okay, so he's Jim Butcher. Got it. Uh, who's this? That's Michael uh, Harry's son. Oh, okay, so he's Michael Harrison. Got it. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Man, there must have been a lot of people in the metalworking back in the day. Is that why there's so many people named Smith? Must be. <laughs> anyway, we've gone off on yet another tangent. We have a show to run here. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even started the show. We've already lost the plot. <laughs> it happens sometimes, guys. What can I say? I apologize to Greg Leatherman if you're listening to this. We're not trying to make fun of you. We just ha- don't have attention spans. But anyway... <laughs> Let's True. let's get to work here, uh, making this cat. Now, if this is your first time listening to the show, if you're Greg Leatherman and you've just been tagged on Twitter in this random podcast that's making a cat player character in your game, here's how this works. Your rules don't matter to us. Your game's rules, we will follow them to the extent that we want the character to be regulation, like, play legal. But also, if any rule gets in the way of us making a cat, we're going to ignore it. However, our show has some rules that we will never ignore. Never. And those are rule number one. We accept no cop-outs. We're making a cat. We're making the exact animal that comes to mind when I say the word. We're not making some anthropomorphic race. No person turned into a cat. No lions, tigers, leopards, you name it. No Khajiits. It's a cat. It sits in your lap. You get it at the pet store or invite one in off the street. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about. Cat. Everybody can picture a cat. Um, Actually, you know what? Yeah, just do it right now. Everyone picture a cat. In your mind's eye, think of a cat. Got it? Good. That's exactly what we're making. Yep. In fact, you can imagine the cat that you just pictured as the cat in this episode. No one can stop you from doing this. Yeah, what are we going to do? Come through your microphone and tell you to quit it? No. Microphone? No. Exactly. Rule number two is homebrew is not real. It doesn't exist. Made up. It's fiction. So if the rules in a book don't allow something to ca- happen, counts as a rule broken. If we go over rules as written versus rules that is intended, you know, something's worded. Oddly, we, we just go with whatever one says no. That That's going to be a list on our rules broken. If the game includes stats for a literal cat, this is rule three, those must be used or adapted to the game's character sheets. Now, I've not had a lot of time to look over this game because uh, we were going to do a different game before we realized it was too short for a full episode. Don't worry, we'll get we'll get back to it in a one-shot uh, lightning round at one of these days. But for our current situation, we d- had to do a full episode. So we picked this one instead, like, 10 minutes before we hit the record button. So we haven't looked over this one, but I'm going to guess that there's not a cat character sheet in here or no stats for a cat. Just, just a basic guess. Yeah. So I Googled it glitter hearts, cat stats. uh, And the first thing that pops up are one, the RPG we're about to use and two, some cute looking collars for a couple of cats. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Maybe that's their transformation item. Maybe. Oh, maybe. We'll get to that later, though, but first, we have to go over the fourth rule, which is the character, class, background, playbook, job, all that fun stuff has to exist within the game's core rules or as part of an official expansion. I don't think this 
game has any expansions. Uh, as Joel said, we did not get a lot of time to look over it. But if it does, cool. But if not, we can't do homebrew. It's not, it's not rule. Get it out of your mind's eye. Exactly. Now, that being said, we are using the game's, like, the game's classes that it provides for us, assuming it has classes. Not every game does. But the cat has to be able to learn any skill available to its class. So our cat obviously needs to be able to become a magical girl. That is central to the whole concept of the game, as far as I can tell. So our cat has to be able to do it. Our cat has to be able to do that, because it's part of the book. But rule number six tells us what our cat cannot do, uh, and that is if a tool is would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use, even if comically downsized, they can't use it. I'm talking no skis, no automobiles, no submarines, no well, jet don't, skis. Don't back yourself into a corner with, with vehicles, because we've definitely created modified vehicles for cat use. Okay, you know what? That's that's fair. I, a normal car, I guess? A goat... Well, no. They could definitely modify a go-kart. You know what? Never mind. Okay. Let's just say if we haven't modified something specifically for cat use, you can assume they can't use it. Yeah. Although we did break that rule last game, I'm realizing, because our cat was definitely driving around a standard-issue mech. That is true, but the mech was that was that was part of their job. <laughs> so yep. <laughs> All right, and finally, we have to keep track of every rule we break. Lot, lot, lots of rules, not many actually. It's it's only seven, but yep. you know, with that, I think uh, are we are we ready to get are we ready to dive into this? I think so. I'm ready at least. Okay, I'm also ready. So I can read off our character creation flow if Sounds you would like good. okay so the book has this listed number one choose your everyday identity number two record your stats based on your everyday identity number three choose the remaining three stats to place plus one in number four choose one move from your everyday identity number five choose your magical archetype number six choose one move from your magical archetype number seven choose your mystical connection number eight choose one move from your mystical connection Number nine, figure out your total health. And then number 10 is establish your relationships with other players, characters. And that's, we're going to kind of push that one off to the side because we, yeah, we, we don't. You can do that with your table. Yeah, you, you guys get to finish this one off. Yeah, maybe we should add that to the official rule list at some point. That like, if a game has a uh, collaborative character creation rules, such as uh, establishing relationships with our other party members, then mm. we leave that section blank because that has come up so many times at this point. Oh, like yeah. we've even straight up rejected entire RPGs from the show because the character creation is too collaborative. Yeah. Like you'll probably never hear us do like a standard episode on kids on bikes because there's like two steps in that that are not collaborative. You know, maybe if we had like a a group of like five people to all we make have a group of cats. Definitely talked about this <laughs> in the past. Maybe, maybe someday. That's a that's a very hefty maybe though. Yeah. Bonus content once we get the the Patreon. We don't even have a Patreon going. That's how far <laughs> off this is. Still in the inner machinations of our minds. Yep. I'm not saying nothing's in the works, but, like, we're not working alone, so. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that that's part of the problem. Anyway, anyway, let's let's actually get into this. Let's let's see. We can skip past the character creation examples probably. Let's mm-hmm. look at our everyday identities. Mm-hmm. So here's what it says. Your everyday identity is who you are when you aren't transformed. Think about what your character excels at, which is important to that character, and how they mold their life around that identity. Okay, so it sounds like we're not choosing just, like, one class thing here. We have... These all kind of sound like they're treated as three different classes. Like, we'll have an identity. That's sort of a class. We'll have the magic archetype, which is sort of a class. And we'll have our mystical connection, which is also sort of a class. Each of which have their own stats tied to it. Okay. It, that That's what it looks like, at least. Yeah. Your everyday identity move is a move you can use, is a move that you can always access, transformed or not. It's what you've gained from hard work or natural talent and isn't reliant on magic to work. Every identity gives you a plus two to a stat reflecting what your character is great at, but also gives a negative one to another stat your character doesn't consider as important or worth working on. Use these merits and flaws to shape who your character is and how they interact with the world. Also, it, lo- it looks like down here that they've kind of sorted the identities into different categories. So, like, we've got physical identities, the athlete, the bodybuilder, the boxer, the coach, mental identities, the intellectual, the unrivaled, the skeptic, emotional identities, the popular one, the counselor, the team player, persona identities, the joke, no, I'm kidding, most likely to succeed, overconfident, loner, mystical... <laughs> Is the mystical identities... Yeah, no, these are still uh, character identities. Cool. The goth, the dreamer, the true believer. And then we get into magic archetypes. So anyway, what kind of cat... What's our cat like in their normal day-to-day? Ooh, good question. Mm. I'm gonna guess that physical identities are out. You think so? I I mean... Yeah, yeah, probably. eh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're probably out. Oh, okay, I get it. So these are these are the stats. Physical, mental, persona, and mystical. Oh. Don't forget about emotional. Those are, yeah, those are the stats tied to tied to the, the human identity thing. Gotcha. Personal identity. Everyday identity. That's what it's called. Yeah. Anyway, so let's see. Maybe an emotional identity. What's the team player like? You trust in your fellow teammate and all of humanity and... Ge- ne- never mind. <laughs> Wow, all of humanity and just, eh, no. Let's see. Okay, the loner. Uh, plus two to persona, minus one to emotional. You prefer to be by yourself. Other people are fine in small amounts, but tend to be exhausting if you have to be around them too long. That might be good. Be yeah. overconfident. Plus two to persona, minus one mental. Real truth is what you believe, and you always believe in yourself. You love nothing more than a good argument where facts are optional. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You know what? I think it it still fits with a cat because their bowl is definitely empty if they can see the bottom of it. That is a one thousand percent true. Let's see. I think the, oh, the gifted like, mystical idea. I was might just be about to say the gifted looks really good. Things have always just like you... fallen into place for you. All you've ever had to do is imagine something into existing without even the slightest hint of actual <laughs> effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things just kind of happen for this cat. He is very lucky. Or she. I guess she would make more sense for the setting. 
Although I don't sure. think that this this game does not appear to treat magical girls as like a gender locked yeah no uh, thing, which is good because like I said, Ben Ten. <laughs> You have to stop saying that. It's true, Joel. You have to accept the truth. It's like that one fucking meme of it's like <laughs> where Jesus' followers turned away from him. They did not like what he said for he spoke the truth. <laughs> and Ten is a magical girl. Shut up. I'm making that meme later and posting it on Twitter. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Let's see. See, that was not the Jesus uh, meme that I thought you were going to reference. I thought it was going to be the the skateboard one. Oh. (laughs) And I was trying to, like, think, like, how the heck is that relevant? And then I realized that's not where you were going. Listen, Lord Steezus is always relevant. (laughs) Look at my my pinned joke on Twitter from, like, two years ago. I literally made the joke about the Pope blessing a church by (laughs) launching off a half pipe and doing a Christ (laughs) air over the steeple. I made that joke so long ago, and if I had made it two week, two or three weeks ago instead, God, it would have been a banger. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so do we want? I we've got the. Do we want to do the gifted? I really like the gifted. Just this cat thinking a hundred percent. Just like a symbol of luck, and is you know just it unnaturally lucky. Oh yeah. Okay, the gifted sounds good. So that's plus, uh, you've got the character sheet, yes. I assume, here. Plus two to mystical, minus one to physical. Yep, that is what it says. Alright. Um, and now we're on to the magical ar- archetype, I think. Actually, is there any, I feel like there was something else we were supposed to do with yeah. this. Let me double check. Uh, record your, bi- oh, no, we just record the stats. So we've done that already. Choose, choose of the remaining three stats to place a plus one in so we can okay. put a plus one into emotional mental or persona we looked at two persona ones and ignored most of the emotional and physical ones and yeah. mental ones i i feel like a plus one to persona just makes sense okay i would agree um and then choose On one med- move from your everyday identity. Let's see. So, I wish. You have an odd sense of control over the real world and can alter reality in small ways. You can make an alter reality check with mystical on a ten- Okay, so that's describing the move. Basically, we can give our cat a, its own move. We got magical assistance. Whenever you must thwart peril, you can try to use your natural magic ability instead. Roll plus mystical instead of physical. Magic has a price. Whenever you roll a six or less on a check on a check using mystical, you can choose to take three harm and re-roll the check. Hmm. I like. I wish. I also really like. I wish. Looking at the cat with the random ability to alter reality in incredibly imperceptibly small ways. Yeah, they. I like that they have little things like they have a a little section to put what page your moves are on. Oh, that's very good. Let's see. Magical archetypes is the next step. Finally, we're onto this one. The magical archetype is how you access, manifest, and use your magic. When you gained your powers, what did you become? How did this newly found power manifest within you? Think about how much choice you had in the matter and why you became the archetype that you did. Each archetype brings a different strength to a team, so it might be good for every character to be a different archetype. It's not necessary. Everyone can be the same archetype and still feel unique given the other choices they make so let's see 
and here's the thing. This is a, a physical transformation that the cat can go through. Like, it could just be, like, they change clothes. That happens often enough. But if we're yeah. saying Ben 10 rules, then we could easily just go with, ah, crap, what's his name? Like, forearms or... No, um, I'm trying to think. Is, uh, have, do you watch Fairy Tale, the anime Fairy Tale? No, I do not. That would... Okay. There is a race of sentient cat people called Exceeds. Uh, on their homeworld, they're like the only magic users, and they can appear humanoid at times. But, like, in the world where, like, the main story takes place, they're all just tiny cats. Oh. They can still talk and stuff. But, like, everyone else has magic, too, and they are just small. But, like, on their home plane, they, they get big. And a few of them, after enough practice using magic in the the new reality they find themselves in, are are also able to transform back into their somewhat humanoid bigger forms. <laughs> Ooh. That's... Hmm. So, we, are we... Would we just go with, like, a giant cat? Like, this cat becomes, like, six feet tall? <laughs> We could go with that. I'm thinking, like, do we want this cat to just transform into, like, a cat boy or something? Or a cat girl? I guess that would make more sense. It's... I, see, I think that would be, that would be good. <laughs> we can, we can appeal to our, our cat boy slash cat girl audience. Do we have that? Hey, guys, if you're into that, you can, you can tell us about it on, no, I'm kidding. Actually, no, you can still tell us about it, just. Don't be weird about it. D don't be weird about it. Cat people are people it's too. It's okay if it looks unprompted, but like, we, we get it. We get it, guys. We get it. <laughs> you can tell us about it, though. You can tell us about how much this representation means to you over on Twitter.com or Tumblr.com. If you just at literal cat pod, we'll hear about it. What other podcast is giving you cat boy slash cat girl representation, huh? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's at least one other one out there. There's gotta be. <laughs> the classes are the idol, the witch, the warrior. Um, ah, crap. I'm trying to think of. I, I I'm gonna Google this real quick. Uh, Gajil's cat uh, is named uh Lily. That's his name. Hmm. Panther Lily. One moment. Let me send you a picture of Panther Lily here. Oh boy. In in his tiny form. Where where's my disc? Oh yeah, that's right. I'm watching your screen on it. <laughs> oh what a guy and then here's here's panther lily like when he's transformed into big guy oh my god <laughs> i don't know how i feel about that that he, is a, he looks like a black sad character he looks like a what character a black sad character do you know about black sad like it's a comic book nope it's, it's one word okay. oh i feel like i've seen pictures of this there is a video game based on it Yep, I can see it. He does look like a black side character. He looks like the black side character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Like, he's got the same patch over his mouth and everything. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he does. Wow. <laughs> is, is Panther Lily black sad? We may never know. Is black sad a Panther Lily? Who knows? I, you know, I am too lazy to find out which came first. <laughs> the chicken or the egg? All right. Well, yeah, we can definitely do that. So that so that's an option if we want to go like the warrior is just like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but we've also got the defender, the tactician. Uh, that's it, actually. That's that's the end of the list. Yep. I like the witch or the warrior. Yeah, I was also looking at the witch. 
I'm always a fan of spells, so... Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let's The description for the witch. The safest place is far from the center of the action. Cleverness and a few well-placed ranged spells not only get the job done, uh, but also keep harm to your person to a minimum. I feel like a cat would appreciate not getting hurt. Yeah. But also, but also I feel hurting. like a cat would appreciate getting to become a big, strong warrior. Oh my like, god. Like, oh my god. Joel, Joel, Joel. What? This is a callback to, I think, like, episode three. Warrior cats! Oh, dude, that was the first one we did together, where we used was the it? warrior cat name generator to come up with Pebble Star. Oh my god, it was. Do, do we want to go with the warrior again and, and pull out the warrior cat name generator again to name this cat? We gotta. <laughs> it's it's okay. right there. The joke is right there. Unless you really want to go with the witch, because I am fine with either. I just think the warrior would be fine. Let's do the warrior then. Okay. So that is our magical archetype. Yep. My favorite Borderlands 2 boss. <laughs> I guess favorite Borderlands boss in general. <laughs> I have never beaten that fight without cheesing it. <laughs> You've never beaten the warrior fight without cheesing it? I have cheat. I accidentally discovered how to cheese it the first time I fought it. <laughs> And never went back and did it the right way. You know what? That's fair. The only reason I did it the right way is because I had to suffer through it. Because I never knew. But yeah, if you didn't know, guys, if you got the Infinity Pistol, there's one corner near the exit to the map where you can just chill. And most of his... I see, He has a few attacks that can still hit you there. But most of his attacks will not hit you. There's a box that you can stand on off to the right... It's on, like, that right outcropping. There's a right. box that you can stand on, and straight up, none of his moves can hit you. Not even the racks <laughs> in the re in the arena can hit you. Jeez, that's incredible. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, I only learned about that one, like, a month or two ago. Okay, anyway. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, enough Borderlands 2 endgame strategies. Let's get back to So there's no stat thing for the magic ar archetype. We just choose one move. Correct. So we have, I'm your opponent. An accessory that is also a weapon. Okay. Forceful punch and kick. I've got the upper hand. Or catch your breath. Hmm, let's see. An accessory that is also a weapon. It could be cool if they pull off their collar and it's also a whip. See, I was thinking something along the same lines. Mm. Great minds. Great minds think alike. But you know what else they say? What's that? Fools rarely differ. Oof. You know what? I'll take either, honestly. <laughs> I'm just a funky little guy, you know? <laughs> yep. Let's see. I I do really like the accessory as a weapon, though. Yeah. I'm looking at the other ones, and I'm trying... Like, most of them do not sound like a cat fighting style. Like, there is there is forceful punch and kick, where your attacks push people away from you. Cat doesn't push people away. I think I'm your opponent could also be really fitting, though. You force the target to fight you and only you. Maybe. I think we should also remember here, like... We've had this discussion before. When cat is tiny, bigger th things that are bigger than cat are uh, stronger than it. But cats, like in general, the entire like feline line of the evolutionary chain, they are incredibly powerful creatures based on their size. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we get a cat that transforms into a somewhat human size. <laughs> then it is going to be incredibly powerful. It will be able to beat you up. Exactly. The only reason I was thinking of the I'm your opponent thing 
it's like you know if you get close enough to a cat you know you can pet them if you but if you rub them the wrong way quite quite literally they will immediately grapple you and start attacking the shit out of you I also think that a cat would very confidently uh, tell anyone that is close to their own size, hey, 1v1 me, bro. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't, do you want I'm your opponent or an accessory that is also a weapon? Do we, uh, want, do we want a collar whip or do we want 1v1 me, bro? God, 1v1 me, bro sounds more like a literal cat, but it's, <laughs> but collar whip just is so much more fun. And it's part of the class. I feel like feel like we should go with the collar whip okay we gotta give it that flavor yeah okay in that case choose an item that is part of your costume and describe how it becomes a weapon collar whip (laughs) collar whip easy choose three of the following tags hand effective in arm's reach sharp plus one damage to physical melee clash moves close within 60 feet far 300 feet away wounding causes two damage Forceful can push things around or backward. Restrain. Okay, I'm thinking close, wounding, and restraining. Yes. So, uh, restraining is a successful attack and gra- uh, attack will grab the target, and it's a whip. So, uh, y- you've all seen Indiana Jones, right? Our audience is nodding along at home. Yeah, me. our audience is definitely not. I'm, I'm, you know, I. Joe, what would you tell? What would you say if I told you I've never seen Indiana Jones? <laughs> I would say that streaming services have you covered. Go. Be be informed. All right. Well, I'll see you next episode. <laughs> D- after the episode. Come on. Got, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I have seen parts of most of the Indiana Jones movies, but I've never sat down and watched a whole one. But okay. So you, you kind of get the vibe, I'm guessing, based oh, on yeah. which parts you saw. Oh, yeah. I got the vibe. Trust me. Okay. What is up next after this? So we choose. We chose our archetype. We chose one move, and now we choose our mystical connection and one move from it. Let's see. That is the next thing. The very next page. Cool. So that's page thirty-six. Mystical connections are the aspects that inform the flavor of how powers manifest. As a magical hero, you're able to tap into the foundational forces of the world and gain power from them. The mystical connection can be based on your character's personality and what they'd be drawn to, all that. Let's see, we've got elemental connections. Fire, uh, water, earth, air, lightning, metal, light, dark, life, death. Wow. <laughs> okay, that was a lot more than I thought there was going to be. <laughs> I yeah. was like... Or we've got emotional connections, joy, sadness, love, fear, anger, hope, desire, disgust. Wow, we're going to have a disgust-powered hero. Okay, trust... Uh, and that's it. Oh wow! Yeah. Wait, yeah. no. Wait, is it? I, I was I was joking, but I think that might actually be it. Yeah, no, that's it. Because the next thing after that is transformation. So, what do we want to be connected to? What's something that would make sense for? Hmm. Mm, lightning could be fun because one of the abilities is fast. The power of lightning has enhanced your reflexes and speed. You are able to get to any location you can see without having to make a thwart peril check. Just imagine you see a cat, you know, you're robbing a bank casually. <laughs> this cat's walking by outside. You see a flash, a flash of color. And then suddenly there's a cat person standing there with a whip. And then in the blink of an eye, you're grappled and hanging, hanging from the rafters. And it's like, what happened? Reminds me of nice from, uh... Ah, uh, crap. What was nice from? 
I'm drawing a blank on the show name all of a sudden. I, uh, okay, if it helps, his power was basically he could be anywhere within hearing distance, uh, like faster than you could, like you, like he traveled faster than the speed of sound, and anywhere that a sound could be heard within a certain distance, he could be there in an instant. The power was called like cannonball. Mm. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna find it by googling nice cannonball. The Turkish cannonball is apparently nice. Mm, nope, that's straight up just somebody named Cannonball. All right. I feel like you've talked about this before, but... Man, it's going to bug me trying to remember the name of that show now. I keep wanting to say Toradora, but I know that's wrong because that's like... <laughs> Toradora uh, is a slice of life romance <laughs> yeah. anime, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's not it. <laughs> Let's see. Death might be fun. <laughs> don't don't take that out of context. <laughs> Or do. Um, I'm not your mom. <laughs> but we are specifically talking about the elements of death as provided by this game. Uh, vampiric touch. You can add life drain to your... Ta- I don't think our cat needs life drain. Doom. Your grim nature is terrifying to others. Nah. Undead minion. You can... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that... <laughs> it's one of the mice they killed last week. <laughs> Just summon ten thousand undead rats. <laughs> Be like that one, uh, that one meme. Except instead of three grizzly bears and ten thousand rats, it's three gri- grizzly bears and ten thousand rat zombies. Rat zombies. Rat zombie is my favorite. It's my favorite rock artist. <laughs> Are you talking about Rob Zombie? Yeah. The last one, by the way, is lifelines. Your connection to death allows you to see someone's life thread. You can glimpse the truth while touching someone, allowing you to witness events in their past. And that's a death power, not a life power, which is literally right above it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, let's look at the emotional, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> palpable happiness is under joy. I just like the word palpable. Uh, <laughs> Feels weird saying it. Would a cat call upon joy for power? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I know a cat might call upon anger for power. That is true. We've got rage-fueled attacks. You can spend a power point to upgrade any class check. Burning spirit. You can activate your anger to push past any pain. When making a keep your wits check, or behind the eight ball check, you can use plus physical instead. Flaming sword. You can manifest a fire sword. We've already got a. We've already got the collar whip. We don't need that. Mm-hmm. Uh, bellowing roar oh this might be good you let out a terrifying scream normal people will automatically flee the area without having to make a check roll plus persona to affect underlings on a 10 plus all underlings will stop fighting and flee that's cool uh and also we're a big cat we would definitely have a lion's roar now oh absolutely i like that a lot yeah that sounds great <laughs> okay so anger is definitely a possibility yes Disgust. Uh, Disgust has a power called Swarm of Flies. I'm not cool with that, so... That's my favorite spell in Elden Ring before they nerfed it. I don't play Elden... I've never played Elden Ring. (laughs) All my Elden Ring listeners, you get me. You understand. (laughs) Trust. I don't think trust is a good... Uh Uh-uh. I saw one for Joy that might work, which is the happy place. Because, you know, you're sitting there with a cat on your lap. And you feel happy, you know? Hmm, maybe. You know, just laying around on the couch, your cat jumps on your lap, and you're like, oh, look at that, you're so cute. Darkness might also be good. See in the dark, you can see naturally in the dark and at night with no restrictions. Manifest shadows, you can create shadows at will. 
Dark Dagger. You can manifest a dark dagger of pure darkness or darkness within. It is very hard for you to trust people. Sometimes you feel unworthy of friendships, but value strongly those friendships you have. You get a plus one to we can do this together actions. But if your relationships break, you get the isolated condition. Mm. A lot of flavor text for that one. <laughs> there is. I like it. Seeing the dark is really good. That that just feels like a natural for cats, though. Yeah. It's something that I feel like they should be allowed to do out of magic mode, but it's not within the rules of the game, so who am I to say? Water would be funny. Water Cat whip? Taps. You can manifest a water whip. Two whips! <laughs> <laughs> also, we got our whip stats right, because the ones they give here are close and wounding. Yeah, but our whip has three stats. And this one only has two. We got a better. So you whip. cannot restrain someone with a whip made of water. Mm -mm. They'll just they'll just swim right through it. <laughs> I guess so. Okay, so we've looked at lightning, dark, and what was the one down here that we? You said joy. You like happy place, mm -hmm. and then anger has bellowing roar. I personally am partial to bellowing roar or the the first one on lightning. I think I like bellowing roar more than I like the lightning thing. We, we've had enough fast cats. It's time for a scary cat. All right. The, we have big cat boy or girl. We haven't decided gender yet that strikes fear into the hearts of man. Hell yeah. The page marker thing on this character sheet is so cool. I oh, yeah. think other people should try that. Same. It, it's really nice to help keep track of what's going on. Yeah. Up next, I believe, for character creation is deciding your health. Let's see. And health is decided based on what was ten, it again? 10 plus your physical rating. And our physical is minus one. So our health is nine. Nine? Wow. Suboptimal health for a warrior, honestly. But what are you going to do? It's because we picked the the gifted. Yeah, I know. We like we We picked a cat who is incredibly powerful but also relies on luck to use use their physical prowess <laughs> basically and that looks like that's it is is there anything we want to like read up on here we can look at the transformation itself so every group of magical beings switch between their normal and magic selves while your stats stay the same every transformation has a drawback as a group oh as a group pick the fall oh this is one of the things that you decide as a group but these are like good things to know, I guess. Yeah. Like if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna try and convince your table to play, you can be like, "Hey, listen to all these drawbacks that we have to decide between." I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but like you must have your mystic item to transform. The transformation process is very noticeable and will attract attention. I feel like that one should be applied to literally every magical girl show that I can think of. Yeah, absolutely. Except Ben 10. He literally just transforms right out in the open most of the time. And I'm like, my guy, you're going to get caught. He's 10. He doesn't care. <laughs> That's true. He is 10. And most of the people, when he transforms, have already fled the scene. <laughs> because it is not like, oh no, there's, there's a wacky villain running around. It's, oh my god, it's Gilgarax, he's here to fucking blow up the planet for the third time this month. <laughs> uh, yeah, also you gotta remember that, like, they've shown, like, they've shown the thing, like, just working, and from an outsider's perspective, it just flashes light around him, and then he's the thing. Yeah. For the record, everyone, I did go back and watch Ben 10, like, you know, after I got internet that would allow for streaming. 
So didn't grow up with Cartoon Network, still managed to watch at least some of Ben 10. You got to watch all of it. You got to watch Ben 10 and then you got to watch Ben 10 Alien Force and then you got to watch Ben 10 Teen Alien and then you got to watch, you can't forget to watch the movies that link them. So like Omniverse, actually I think that's a show after Teen Alien. Is Omniverse the one where they completely redid the animation style? No, that is also Ben 10. It's just called Ben 10. I guess maybe it's Benton up to speed. No, no, that's a wow. They already have a second like spot for it. Yeah, no, Benton Omniverse is the one where they changed the animation style and also changed half the cast. Yeah, but it got rebooted in 2016. So 2005 Benton, then Benton Alien Force, then Benton Ultimate Alien. Sorry, not Teen Alien. Jesus, there were eight seasons of Omniverse. <laughs> Omniverse was crazy. Omniverse was when they were like, guess what? You know how you used to only have 10 aliens to choose from? Here's like literally every alien in the galaxy and they changed like which aliens he could transform into like every like five episodes. It was crazy. Well, what do you know? Anyway. Why is this? Uh, it's been 10 Marvel or DC. DC. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Woo. Is Tom Holland in Ben 10? I'm sorry? It's a lot. Okay, never mind. I'm looking this up later. (laughs) I was about to jump down a rabbit hole and we are mid recording. Yeah. Although, apparently, not for much longer. Yeah, no. uh, I think think we're done, actually. Yeah. Unless your group decides that your final forms look exactly like you, we've decided that we don't. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Color coded. Do you gain a mask? Oh no, I hate this one because it makes terrible implications about Persona 5. <laughs> Tell me Persona 5 is not a magical girl J- uh, RPG? You know what? If we have to say Ben 10 is, and I still don't like that, then I think we have to say Persona 5 is a magical girl RPG. But do they transform? Like, do they gain I, extra yes! power? Okay. Yes! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you played Persona 5? I have not. I've never played any of the Persona games. The only thing I know about Persona is I think what you told me from Persona 3, where they, like, blow their brains out with a soul gun it's to transform. Evoker, and it doesn't actually fire bullets. Yeah, it fires, like, I don't remember what you said. It, but it takes, like, their soul out of their body, right? Sort Something of. like that. Your Persona is a manifestation of your, like, inner, of your inner self. It is kind tell of a me. representation of the face that you show to the world taking physical form. Uh, so you're telling me Joker just watches so much Batman stuff. His persona is Arsene, as in Arsene Lupin, the Phantom Thief. Oh, not Lupin the Third, who is also a thief, I believe. Lupin the Third is the grandson of Arsene Lupin, the Phantom Thief. That's his whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. I'm learning so much new stuff. <laughs> I think that's just conditions, relationships, and statuses. Yeah, power pool, experience, heroic achievements. We don't oh, have any of those. You know We're what we do need? We need, we need a need name. We need name the character and give them pronouns and probably kind of describe this cat. Yeah, just like maybe. I don't think I would be happy with like just making this cat Panther Lily. <laughs> you don't think so? No. So first off, yeah, let's go to the warrior cat name generator. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want us to both do it or you got it? Uh, I can, I got it. Warrior Cat. Yeah, Look at cool. that. It's in my recent Warrior Cat <laughs> name generator. 
Alright, so we got Cherry Kit, Cheddar Paw, Darkstall, Shredcoat, Antfleck, Elmfrost, Rush Skip, Tiger Song, Pigeon's Coat, and the Bear's Leap. Hmm. We've already done one with Star in it, so I like Darkstar, but I don't think we can do it. Get him out of here. Cedar Paw, though. Cedar Paw sounds pretty good. We could do. So we wait have like. Wait, I'm just realizing you said Cheddar Paw earlier. <laughs> Did I? Whoops. You know what? That's fine. It's because of cherries right there. Listen, my, sometimes my dyslexia acts, acts, acts up. God damn it. It, hap- it, happens. it happens. Why do you think I can't spell, Joel? <laughs> I don't know. Lots of people can't spell. They all have their reasons. That's true. Okay, so Cedar Paul could be a good one. We can, let's, let's look up. Hey, my guy. That Paul. <laughs> can you hear him? I, I think I heard your cat, but I also was not processing that because I saw Bat Paw pop up. Oh, Bat Paw. Yeah. And now I'm just imagining the newest member of the Bat family. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the new DC book, Bat Paw. It's literally about Bruce Wayne's cat. That <laughs> <laughs> becomes a magical girl. Tame Clouds sounds cool. That'd be like a cool song name, though. Yeah. Or a cool hero name. Although, Maybe. I don't think we're very tame or have anything to do with Cloud. No. Feathersaur, Beaverstone, Speckle Kit. Uh, we can we can go for new ones. Rapid Kit, Snail Paul, Swan Star, Rat Shine, <laughs> Birch Sight, Blizzard Water, <laughs> Dusk Fire, Dusk Fire, Weasel's Leap, Lucky Blossom, and Broken Rain. God, Broken Rain goes so hard. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that one down. That's not for this cat. I'm just writing that down because that's cool as shit. <laughs> I'm not really feeling any of these. They don't fit the character that we have made. Yeah, no. We could come up with our own in the same style. Yeah. Rat shine. <laughs> Lightning Fane. Badger Blaze. Picket Thorn. Clover Flame. Ooh, Clover Flame sounds weird. Vine Flame is pretty Vine good. Star! Hey, there's still some Vine Stars living among us. That's... Okay, I thought for a minute you were saying Vine Star was good because Whip and Vine... Uh, yeah, we... That... It could be. Um... Skunk Roar. See, we could do something with Roar, because we have the bellowing Roar. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of another word to go before Roar. Mm, fluff Roar. Uh... Uh... What's something that cats do? I don't know. Man, this thing really likes skunks. It's put it, skunk yeah. on the last like four rounds of generations. Yeah, dark paw sounds kind of cool. Yeah, dark paw is pretty good. I st- I'm still a fan of cedar paw as well. Yeah, badger cedar star. Paw is also badger star. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Big briar, curly branch, web kit. This is like the second time it's given us weasel's leap. <laughs> Pebble stem. Mm, so close. What about Vine's Roar? Ooh, Vine's Roar is really good. I like that. Because we got we got the whip and we got the roar, and those are our powers, basically. Hell yeah. Vine's Roar. That's sick. Now we need the actual character name. Yeah, and we don't have to get that from, from here. We can get that from... We could just make the character's name Cedar. We could make the cat's name Cedar, and that way we don't have to get rid of that cool idea. 
Yeah, I like that. Now, is Cedar a boy or a girl? That's a good question. You know, I feel like there are way too many cat girls on the internet. I feel like we could make a cat boy. Okay, let's do that. And then for Vines Roar, yeah, same thing. Yeah. Now, there's not really a place for a physical description on here. Mm Mm-mm. I feel like we need to say a few words so that people don't just continue picturing Panther Lily from Fairy Tale. Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe this is the time to make the main coon cat. <gasps> I know. Yes. I know that we didn't give it the power of floof, but there's there there's going to be time to make another main coon with the power of floof. That's true. Also, I'm glad you didn't comment on what just popped up on my screen. I was like, I was, I was like, trying so hard to think of anything else. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll look up some examples of cat boys. Hey, when you Google cat boy, that's not all that's going to show up on your fucking screen. <laughs> In case anyone's worried, it's safe for work. It's from a kid show. That's true. I did click on images, though. <laughs> that could have been a... That and was immediately clicked ill-advised. off. Um, so yeah, we can absolutely do a Maine Coon because they are so beautiful. Look at this majestic fellow. Very majestic. They're also huge, so I feel like that when he transforms, when Cedar transforms, he's just like insanely tall. Yeah, just like a six foot tall man with all cat-like features still. Yeah. All cat, no ma- all cat, no man, except for, like, hmm. Picture a Khajiit, except instead of, like, what is that? Uh, bobcat, kind of? Instead of bobcat, imagine uh, Maine Coon. Yeah. But he's still jacked. He is still jacked. He's also imagine him as jacked, with a whip. Yeah. Even though he has a minus one to physical, he's jacked and he has a whip. Absolutely. You can fix the minus one to physical on your own time by leveling this cat up. Yeah, you'll be fine. You just gotta, you gotta play the game. Also, we are absolutely not doing a Morgana situation. This cat does not speak English when it's not transformed. <laughs> oh, when it's not transformed. Okay. I thought you were just gonna, like, hard stop doesn't speak English at all. <laughs> no, no. When it's in its humanoid form, I think it's allowed to to have, like, vocal cords that can, you know, synthesize human-like speech. Yeah. Oh, and here we've got someone, a, a picture on Google Images of someone just, like, holding their cat in a really weird way to demonstrate how long it is. Wow, that is a huge cat. My god. They are very large. Also, that human, though, was kind of small. I think, yeah, I think that is a kid. That is a child, which is not giving us a good sense of scale on this cat. The counter behind the kid gives a better sense of scale for the cat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anyway... Our audience following along at home cannot see any of this. No, this is definitely not a visual medium. So what what kind of color do we want this cat to be? I am a fan of uh, ginger cats. What is our intelligence stat? Is there an intelligence stat? Mental. Mental and emotional are both zero, which means average. Yeah. So I feel like orange cats are not known for having average intelligence. In fact, I, most orange cats that I can think of that are noteworthy in any way have below average intelligence. What do you got to say about Garfield, huh? Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> wow! The slander! That's fine. I, I'm not a big Garfield defender, so... He's voiced by Chris Pratt. How good could he possibly be? 
Hold on. You are lying to me. I wish. No. No. Wait, John Cena is in this movie? This is a new movie that's coming out? Next year. 2024. Garfield. What? (sighs) Oh, why does Chris Pratt have to voice everything? Ah! He just plays Chris Pratt. I apologize for... I didn't know that you didn't know this, and I'm sure you could have gone the rest of your life not knowing this, and it would have been a better I, life. I I just assumed I'm, that everyone knew. I'm sure I would have found out one way or another, but man, every time I see Chris Pratt cast in a voice acting role, I take 5,000 psychic damage. He's, he's it's already It's already bad enough that he's playing Mario. They better not still have Bill Murray in this movie. Well, not voicing Garfield. Are you kidding me? I know, right? Because Garfield the movie, banger. I watched that when I was a kid. I also watched Garfield A Tale of Two Kitties. Also a banger. Because Bill Murray's in it. And he knows how to voice act. He certainly does. <laughs> I just want to know who John Cena is going to be. I would put money on that John Cena is going to be Odie. He's got to be. It would be even funnier if he was just john yeah (laughs) that was my immediate next guess if he was just john um (laughs) okay we gotta get back to describing this we we gotta get back on now technically we don't have to provide any other physical description but i do think like a gray Maine coon is a pretty cool fit for this character that we've described so far Ooh, what if we did like a hold on like kind of like a brown like maybe like a brownish red because yeah. cedar wood, not quite orange, but yeah, you know, kind of like a like a dirty blonde situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, kind of like my hair. Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah, just look up cedar wood. You'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. Also, cedar wood is darker than my hair, but <laughs> that's fair. But you said dirty blonde, which th- th- anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's really all. That's more than you needed to know to play this character. Congratulations. We've done it yet again, Joel. We've made a character. Yep. But also, because none of what we just said about this cat's, like, physical description actually goes anywhere on the character sheet. Like, you do not describe your player anywhere on this character sheet. There's not a character portrait section, anything. Mm -hmm. You could easily just disregard the fact that we said it's a brown Maine Coon and play as whatever cat you want. You don't even have to say that the cat is still jacked. Yeah, no. Because it's not on the character sheet anywhere that he's jacked. This In is... fact, there's evidence on the character sheet to the contrary. <laughs> True. But yeah, this is up to you. You will be able to uh, play this play this character, you know, take a good look at Glitter Hearts. Honestly, I'd, I'd, I'd play a game in this system because, as I have stated before, I'm a fan of the Magical Girl uh, type, type beat, you know? I am, I don't. Don't say it. I am a fan of a certain show that will, that <laughs> I won't name again. But also, surprisingly, I think I've said this on the podcast before, Miraculous Ladybug. It is one of those shows I it don't... It has come up. Yeah, I do not know why, but I that show has enticed me. One of these days I'll have to tr- check it out. It's, Maybe... It's, it's almost not worth it. It's, it's so <laughs> incredible... It's so often, I think the reason I like it is because so often it passes the threshold of so bad that it's good, but most of the time it is like fucking tightrope walking over a pit of lava. The 
that line. Well, here's the thing. It could not possibly have a worse ending than Troll Hunters, so... It's, it hasn't ended yet, but woo, woo, we're getting there. <laughs> well, so long as they don't end the show by killing off most of the cast and having the main character go back in time and choose not to become the Troll Hunter simply to avoid it, I think we're good. Oh my god, is that really what happens? Well, have you not seen uh, the Rise of the Titans movie? No, I, I saw like the first season of Troll Hunters, and that was about it. Oh, I, I don't know. It's worth watching the entire Tales of Arcadia thing, I think. But Troll Hunters Rise of the Titans, which is like the conclusion to all three Tales of Arcadia things, mm-hmm. I absolutely fucking hated it. Because, like, that was how the movie ended. He went back in time. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Retroactively, spoilers. Uh, He goes back in time (laughs) and changes events so that Toby finds the uh, amulet instead of him. Wow. Man. Man, that sucks. (laughs) Just throw all of it away. Damn. I feel so bad for you. And anybody else who had to watch that. Like. Guillermo del Toro doesn't miss often that was not a good ending I don't even know if he was in charge of that one like (laughs) yikes so I forgot that Guillermo del Toro made those wild to think about (laughs) anyway are we done are we done here (laughs) I think we're done here (laughs) we've we've went off topic so much that I think if we only put in the parts of this episode that are character creation, it'd be like ten minutes long. <laughs> Greg, I am I am so sorry. I, I'm assuming that you're listening to this because th- what I probably tagged you in social media. I, I'm sorry that we spent so much of the time dedicated to your episode not talking about the game you made. <laughs> oh, that's you know it happens. I don't think we've gone on this many tangents in this podcast. That's, I, honestly, I would agree. This has to be, like, record for amount of tangents. Like, during Ad Hominem, the tangents were, like, an every five minutes thing. But, like, on this, like, we've typically done, but I don't, I don't know what happened. Anyway, let's wrap (laughs) this up. Uh, Austin, drop your mixtape. Uh, my mixtapes can be found on Twitter, Tumblr, and Twitch at Avalon Alchemist. I have been streaming a crap load recently, um, and I plan to keep doing so. The current plan is I'm going to be joining a Minecraft server that may or may not be started by the time this episode comes out. April. Yes. So may or may not be started. It'll be Fishbowl SMP, which is what my friend finn has started and then i've just been playing destiny 2 new expansion came out recently as of recording but i will probably still be playing all the stuff from it in april hopefully playing the forest with some friends and then forcing them to play sons of the forest with me as well <laughs> is that like a sequel to the forest yes it is huh, okay. and i've i've had to try so hard to avoid spoilers <laughs> Because every, every content creator that I follow is like, oh my god, new Forest game came out. And I'm like, no. <laughs> anyway, as for me, um, I, I'm not doing anything right now other than the show. At least not, like, public facing. I, I did get, like, a freelance gig a while ago. But that's, that's, it's not done yet. 
I, I don't know. If I'm allowed to talk about it, you won't even know what it was. Like, I just consulted on a thing. And if it's, it won't be done until, like, the summer if I'm even allowed to say that I was involved. <laughs> so, still, I got paid a bit of money to be involved in it. So, that's cool. I... You know, honestly, I should find more freelancing work because getting paid a bit of money to do things that I like doing anyway is actually kind of cool. Anyone out there need, like, 3D art or graphic design or consulting on virtual production? I know a guy, and the guy is me. Can't confirm. Joel is really good at what he does, so. Mm-hmm. So, you can find my stuff, though, at jholland.start.page. I will say my e- the email that's associated with that, jholland at jhollanddesigns.net. Uh, I'm having some issues at account right now. You can still reach out to me on Twitter or Tumblr. I'm not on Twitter all that much anymore, but like if you if you tag me in something or message me, actually, do Twitter DMs still work? I don't even know. <laughs> they should. Well, if they work, then you can message me that way. Let's just let's just say that. Eventually, my email will be fixed. It might even be fixed by the time this episode goes up. And if that's the case, then I won't even include this part. But yeah, you can find links to that at jholland.start.page. And that's it for me. As for the show, we've got some stuff to talk about. Not really. It's just where to find the show. Go to literalcatpod.start.page. Because that's the website for now, at least, is that. At literalcatpod.start.page, you can find our email where you can send us suggestions for types of cats we should play, types of games we should put cats in. If you want to appear on an episode for any reason at all whatsoever, we can make that happen for you. Maybe. I won't, I won't promise we can fit 100% of people, because we're only doing, like, one guest a month at this point. Uh, and I don't even... Actually, I don't know if we're going to have a second guest this month. I haven't heard from any feeler that I've put out on that. Mm. You can, you can email us that kind of stuff at literalcatpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at literalcatpod. That's, that's the whole tag. As we said earlier, you can send us your appreciation for the Catboy representation we have provided you this episode. That's where you would send that to. That's the appropriate place for that. Uh, I, there's also like a link to where you can download the episodes in case you're listening to this in your friend's car <laughs> and you, if you want to know more after listening to this in your friend's car, cause your friend is playing this in their car instead of, I don't know. What's a, what's a better car ride podcast. I listen to so many car ride podcasts and I'm drawing a blank on every single one of them. I just listen to like RPG podcasts. <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> honest, like dungeons and daddies and stuff. Understand. Oh, my brother, my brother, and me. There's one. Yeah, if you're not, if they're listening to this instead of that, what's wrong with them? (laughs) But actually, no. You should totally listen to us instead of them. Yeah, there are direct competition. What the heck am I saying? You're in the right place. Keep our podcast on twenty four seven. You don't. You don't need uh, three goofball brothers. You need two two guys that get distracted so easily. (laughs) We even get distracted in the middle of crediting ourselves. That's true. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so yeah, that's that that's what you can find there. The wiki. I still have not had time to make a wiki, so there's no wiki. But there is a Dropbox. If you go to bit.ly slash literal cat pod, 
you will find every single character sheet we have made. Yeah, we're getting up there in amount of character sheets. We, you know, there's there's plenty to pick and choose from. There's like 19 of them at this point. Actually, there's more than that because each of the lightning round episodes has had at least five. Yeah. Speaking of which, this is episode 19. We just did a lightning round last month, so we're not doing one again for episode 20. Uh, I'm sure you understand. You'll get your next properly scheduled lightning round on the episode 30, unless, of course, we get another great opportunity to promote another charity bundle in between, like, episode 25 and episode 30. Yeah. Yeah. Only specifically in that time frame, though. Otherwise, you're out of luck. <laughs> you want to get at us uh, episode 20, 31 right after? Nope, can't do it. Nope. <sighs> I think we need to quit while we're... We're definitely not ahead, but I think we need to stop. <laughs> yeah, we have a cat pun? <laughs> um, you know, quite frankly, I, I, I'm running out, Joel. I, you can recycle them, you know. I can recycle them. It feels kind of... You know, it feels kind of cheap to recycle them, but also it's not. It's not being cheap. It's converse it. It's con conserve. con conserving. That's the word. Yeah, you got to reduce, reuse, and recycle everything, including your cat puns. That's fair. I'll hit you with one of my favorites, which is uh, um, I hope you all had a good time listening. Don't let the cat scratch you on the way out.